What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the show, I sat down with a relatively new agent in the business. Get this, she got her license the week before the COVID lockdowns started and did not let that deter her in the uh, last six months of 2020. So her just uh, in her first year of the business, she did 36 deals. Uh, that's, that's more than one per week. And she has continued to produce amazing numbers in the San Francisco area. Welcome to the show, Melissa Kirk. Welcome to the show today, Melissa. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us on the Hyperfast show today. I know um, you're pretty unique compared to a lot of guests, and that you your your real estate start was was more recent, correct? Yes. <laughs> so you, and in fact, I think you started right around the beginning of COVID. Yeah. So I I passed my test and was waiting for my licensing and. COVID hit, and then the next week I got my license. So it's kind of wow. All my plans for what I was going to do had to change. What what market were are you in? Um, I'm in the San Francisco Bay Area. And what and what was it like getting started at that time? It must have been pretty wild, right? Like you pretty nerve-wracking I'm sure yeah it was pretty challenging because as soon as I started they shut everything down and said we were not essential workers and you know and originally I had kind of planned to do passing out like walking neighborhoods and farming an area and passing out flyers for things that had sold in the area and we weren't allowed to you know contact people we weren't allowed to drop off paper there was no more open houses so it was quite challenging um, I did start doing some research on doing some digital marketing, but initially, you know, there was no, the market, the real estate market was closed. So <clears throat> then I decided that I wanted to get some experience and I joined a team and we did a lot of transactions, but, you know, we were getting, we were having these negotiations for a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand over the asking price, and just, I mean, there was, it was just like there was no norm. There was everything that has always been in the real estate market was out the window. So it was quite an interesting time. What, um, what do you think led to? you know, your ultimate success in this, like you, you came into this thinking you would go more the old school route, door knocking and walking the streets, which works great if you're, if you're allowed to do it. Right. right? I mean, still, still a tried and true method that works. And, and that was your plan. And then, yeah. And I wanted to, to I purposely joined a large office so that I would have access to doing open houses. And I was connecting with different lenders and, doing some collaboration there. But 
ultimately I had to um, work with doing some digital marketing, making videos, putting yourself out there, which, you know, a lot of people, it's pretty, they're uncomfortable doing that. Um, but what I found was that as I did about 10 transact, the first 10 transactions that I did, and the market was so different and the negotiations were so different. Um, I just learned how to really talk about what was currently going on. And, um, you know, it was quite a frenzy and people were just looking, they were, there was this mass exodus out of, you know, the San Francisco area going into more of the East Bay where, you know, a lot of times people were having two hour, three hour each way commutes. And now that they were working from home, they wanted a bigger place because the whole family's at home, the, the kids were at home. And so, you know, the, the market to the east of San Francisco just really blew up. So, but I think that, you know, I found that really getting, putting videos out there, talking about the market, talking about the current trends, you know, drew a lot of attraction to, you know, getting new clients. So, and now, you know, the market has kind of shifted again and, you know, we're still having multiple offers in many, especially in the lower price range, but, um, what's the shift that's going on now? There's no inventory. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so like I have a client, we've written 10 offers on houses that we're <clears throat> offering over asking We're you know, taking all the contingencies away that we can and, just trying to make a quick close and make our offer as, um, as enticing as possible, you know, but you're still going up after 13, 10 other offers and, you know, it's challenging because people are still coming in. So right, so right, right now, even with, uh, you know, interest rates have trickled up a hair, we'll call it, you know, low threes, maybe high threes, or maybe even 4.0. Uh, even with that, you're still seeing clients have to, to bid over ask and and then lose in many circumstances. Yeah, well, what I've noticed lately is that people are bidding over asking, but the appraisals aren't always coming in. So it's still a lot of cash buyers or a lot of people with, you know, a lot of cash to put down so that they can cover that gap. Um, mm. But, you know, it's just challenging right now. If you have just a regular first-time home buyer that's looking for an entry-level market, it's very competitive right now. So, What, um, yeah, I think you mentioned you joined a team. Was that early on or? Yeah, it was. When did, when did, when did you make that transition and, and what did that look well, like? Well, about two to three months after COVID started, I just realized like I didn't really have any support. No one at the brokerages were really working that much and if they were, it was all out of out of office, and um, I just felt like I really wanted to work on some, you know, some transactions and get some experience. So I decided to join a team, and you know, it gave me just a lot of experience. We had we were selling multi-million dollar homes. We were getting, um, you know, having a lot of competition, a lot of people, a lot of cash buyers, and we worked with some investors, but mostly it was families that were wanting a bigger house. And, 
you know, I, I joined a team that where there was, you know, 25 years of experience and they were, they were getting called a lot and we were having a lot of leads. I mean, and, and I was helping out a lot, even without my own leads initially, just because of the sheer volume of what was going on in the market. So. And what, what, uh, what transpired, you know, you joined the team a year later, one year in the business, uh, where, what did that first year look like in terms of transactions and all that, all that good stuff? Um, I think that we did probably for the last six months of 2020, we did probably 35 transactions in that last six months. And I was part of all of them. Oh, wow. And so then, you know, then. So like six, that's almost, that's more than one a week. Yeah. So that's why, you know, I, that's, we were, we had so much work to do that um, we were really just, we needed a lot of help. So I was able to help the other agents um, with all their leads. And then with that experience, then I started really building my own database and I started getting a lot of followings and. Um, you know, it really built my built my confidence because I've even now today I I have had over the last couple months I've had four or five different situations that I still haven't ever come across. You know, so I think that's one of the scariest things about being on your own and being new and lacking experience is there's always something new. Every transaction is unique, and just having that mentor um, support. And having someone to be able to ask questions to and get expert advice, you know, because you're working with people that are making the biggest purchase they're ever going to make in their life. And it's not, you can't make a mistake. So I really felt like having that team support really helped me a lot to learn and to feel confident and to have a resource. And um, I just noticed I went on my own for a little while, but I really realized that um <clears throat> One of the other things that I do is I do some coaching and consulting with people in their businesses, and I help them to understand naturally what, how they're designed to operate in the business world. And for me, I'm really designed to work on a team. I'm designed to work with other people and collaborate. And so I just am recent, just recently joined another team, and I just like having that community. I like having the resources. I like having you know, the support, if you, um, I love to travel. So, you know, it's hard when you're in the middle of a transaction, if you have no support. So it's, that's one of the things that, um, you know, I didn't join the team now as much for the learning aspect. It's now more just the collaboration and, you know, not feeling like you're on an island of your own. Cause so many things in our world right now are just you by yourself and, you know, it's hard not to have that react interaction with other people. How many people are on your team now? Um, there's six. Yeah, and I, I think there's a huge difference between, you know, being like a lone wolf at a, at a brokerage that has 100, 200 people compared to a team of six or even, you know, a bigger team of 20 or 30 or right. 40. It's, you know, you're... Um, what did you see in terms of like the level of support and training, you know, from being kind of independent at a brokerage versus on the team? Well, one thing that I've really learned and I'm like when I was talking about the human design, which is the it's kind of like a profiling, but it's using your birth information instead of 
um, personality profiling where you're answering questions. And for that, I just, um, you know, there's things that most people are really good at. And then there's things that you're not. And for me, I'm great working with my clients. I love showing the properties. I'm great doing the client, the, the contracts and all the legal part of it, but it's great like to have an assistant. It's great to have some of the, um, the marketing stuff. We have a system that is, we have some support in an external marketing company. We have an assistant on the team that sometimes when, you know, you've got a million things going, you're in appointments, they'll make phone calls for you or, you know, just, I, there's things that my team does for me that I just, you know, keeping track of what's due next, who's scheduling, you know, inspections and things like that. They're really time consuming, but it's so, I just love having that support where someone is doing some of the things that are not that, not something that I really care about doing. And so that's what I've really liked. And then also just the resource of, if you do have a question come up, you know, there's other team members. And you know, what I found is through the last couple of years, every time I've had a situation, I could ask 10 different agents what I should do. And they will give you all, every one of them will give you a different answer. <laughs> so, you know, it's nice to find ways that people have tried that work and the creativity that goes with it. And, you know, I've just found that it really has helped me be more successful. So. Yeah. Real, real estate's interesting in that, you know, you do 36 deals like you did in six months. Well, you know, a couple years pass and that's, that's a few hundred deals under your belt, but you're still gonna come up with situations that you've never encountered before. And, and we still see that after doing thousands of deals. Like there's, there's, you know, probably an overarching set of guidelines and principles and strategies to use, but different things are going to come up that are going to require you to apply them differently. Yeah. Um, what's, what do you think was the biggest challenge? You know, it's, it's, I guess, coming up on your two year anniversary in the business. What's been the biggest challenge during that two years? Well, I think, I think for most real estate agents, you know, there's a saturation of, there's so many agents um, and, you know, it's really getting the clients. And so, you know, I've really worked on, it's been difficult to really make personal contacts and do personal one-on-one -on -one touches and things like that over the last couple months. So I'm really just trying to set myself out ap apart from the others and build the personal relationships that aren't based on real estate and I've run other businesses before. So I'm really trying to communicate and get it out there for people to think of me now as a real estate resource. You know, that was a little bit of a transition, but I think just staying up on the market, I think staying up with what's currently trending and then finding ways of reaching out to people that, you know, without always saying, Hey, do you want to sell your house? But building the relationship and, you know, once they start knowing that you're in the industry, they always have a question. They always want to know, um, so what's going on in the market? But it's great now. So over the last two years, people are now viewing me more as the expert in real estate and coming to me with questions and, um, you know, just really providing above and beyond for 
you know, what you're doing for your clients really makes you, cause you have to be, you have to have something that sets you apart. Like there's so many, there's standard on what you charge. I don't necessarily want to reduce my pricing to get and work for free or work for a reduced cost, but I, you do have to bring something to the table. So, um, you know, I really try to do a lot of research for they're looking for or what's going on in their market and help them to understand the timing. You know, this is, I always tell my clients that after the Super Bowl is probably the busiest time. And, <laughs> and I've already noticed that in the last few days that there's been a lot more saturation in the market. But we, I took my clients to an open house the other day. And at the moment, we got there about five minutes after the open house started. And there were at least like 30 people that had already like walked in and been there and touring the house. So, I mean, it's just, there's a handful of listings and there's a ton of people for each one. So just helping them get, you know, all their financing in order. I have great lenders I work with and really getting them dialed in so that their offer looks attractive is what I really try to push now. So, and then on the listings, not overpricing it so you you cast a large net right so you want everyone coming and outbidding each other from the listing standpoint so you know there's just different strategies and really talking to them about it um i think most people they want information you know so that communication is key what what businesses did you run before getting into real estate um, I did. So I went, I have a business degree and a psychology degree. So I worked with people coaching and doing consulting, helping them to set up structure in their business and grow their businesses. I work with a lot of different entrepreneurs. I've also done a lot of healing work and um, I started with doing massage therapy and then, you know, you get into that realm and then I started understanding and learning different ways of healing my own stuff. You know, we all have baggage. We all have struggles and wounds that we've gone through. And so to be empowered in your own life, you've got to deal with those and look at them. So I did a lot of different healing work with that. And then, like I said, I, I stumbled onto human design and also scientific hand analysis. And what those are, they're just tools of, it's kind of like when I, when I was in school for psychology, you do the DISC profile or you do strength finders or Myers-Briggs pro personality profiling to help them match into what they're good at. But these systems that I've been using, they are who you naturally are on and who you came in as a soul. And it's, it's so powerful because it's so accurate and it doesn't depend on you answering questions. And I just found like some of those other tools, the flaws in it were that if you're already lost and looking for answers and then they're basing it based on questions that you may or may not be, be real accurate with, with your, you know, with yourself and be realistic. So like for me, I was, every one of the systems that I use really told the story that I'm here for being in front of an audience, having one to many. And I do a lot of group coaching now, but also that it's about my verbal message in a way to, <coughs> my ability to make complicated information simple to understand. So when I step more into my verbal communication and how I worked with people, instead of being in a dark room all day with one person when I'm not supposed to talk, 
that's what was really not fulfilling for me was working in that capacity. So I really love the real estate because I'm able to communicate with more people. I'm putting my digital marketing out there, but I'm also, um, you know, just, it's just putting me more in my own wheelhouse and using the strengths that I came in with. So, and that's what I love to help people with. And, you know, my clients, my business clients, whatever it is that I'm doing. And, you know, people can really get good results when they start doing what they love. So. How did, how did that background, um, how did that prepare you for real estate or help you? Well, I think I'm really, I'm good at helping my clients, um, change the way they look at things, you know, especially in the whole market. When I've been there, it's been very competitive, hard to, um, it's great if you're a seller, but then where are you going to move? Right. Unless you're relocating, right. <laughs> you sell your house for all this money, but you can't even buy anything. So I really am, um, help my clients to be positive, be really clear. One of the things too, is, is being really clear about what you want in order to, I do manifestation work with people. And one thing is, is that people don't even know what they want. So getting, helping them to get the clarity on what's important for them, what's their bottom line, what can be negotiated and what's non-negotiable and knowing all that up front, you know, I don't know a lot of realtors that, that get as detailed as I do. And then, you know, really being, um, laser focused on what it is that you want instead of, you know, like, well, this one's nice and this one's nice. When you align all of your energy to really get the one house that fits your needs, it doesn't get so diluted. You have a much better chance of getting your offer accepted because energetically you're aligned with it. And people don't always understand that Hmm. piece of it. So, you know, like even in the business world, I've worked with a lot of, I've worked with a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners that they're very business and logical oriented. They don't really get the spiritual side and the benefits, but they're starting to see that they don't understand it, but they know it's necessary. And so I work, I've worked with a lot of entrepreneurs that, you know, just helping them with mindset, helping them with thinking about problems differently. And when you start just um, allowing for the natural process and learn how to work with the law of attraction or client acquisition, things like that, and you start doing it from a different level, you get way better results. So it's, it's fascinating and it's fun because I just love seeing my clients expand either to get the house that they wanted or to grow their business and make more money and just become more of who they naturally are. It's it's really fun when you combine all of them together. Are, are most of your clients open to these types of conversations or does it do, do some people perhaps get uncomfortable with it or, or they, you know, maybe don't understand it? Yeah. A lot of times I don't understand it, but I can understand, I can explain the science to them also. And they understand there's ways of me. Um, there's ways that I teach them to get, to see the evidence of it quickly without even before we even start house hunting or putting their house on the market, just the understanding of how I work and why it works and how I do it. And, um, yeah, there's always a little pushback if they're not familiar with it, but you know, I have a tendency to work with people that trust me and, you know, even if they don't understand something, 
if they trust you as the expert, they'll do a lot of the things that you say. And if they don't want to do it, that's fine too. You know, some people will do pieces of it or, um, but you know, afterwards, after they do what I tell them to and they start getting the results, I've got a client for life (laughs) because they realize that no one else did that with them and how powerful it was. Well, I I think it's fascinating and and certainly good that you're able to provide that type of support for your clients because the the first step, I think, into achieving something or or getting, you know, getting to a new level is is to to think it and and believe in your mind that, that, you know, that that you can get there and that you deserve it. And so I think if, if if you're able to educate people on their house search or in other areas of their life, uh, you know, about how this type of thinking can help them. I, I think that's, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. And it really is an inside job. If you want something new, if you want to go to the next level, something within you has to change. You can't keep doing what you've always done and expect to get something different. So, and that's, that's something that most people understand. And when you talk to them about like that, and about thinking differently, getting a different approach and everything, you know, the results just change and, and they will notice and they feel different, right? Because it's building confidence with them in themselves also. And I, I think there's a lot of things that go into being a good agent that you can quantify. But I, but I think there's some undefined portion, 5 10% maybe. And I think that's the piece maybe that can be attributed to mindset and just, just having the right attitude about things. And if you, if you have it, I think that's the extra push that helps get a tough negotiation done or helps find a a home when there's no inventory. Uh, I mean, would you, would you agree with that or or what, what would your take on that be? Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, every, Whenever you're working with a, a realtor, there's no matter how much they have of the same training and background and knowledge, the individual person is different. Their approach is different. And you really, I just think it's really important for your clients to resonate with you. And, um, you know, and the more they trust you as the expert, the more success that you have. But there are always, you know, small nuances or approaches or negotiating abilities, sometimes just their clout in the industry. But for the most part, I think that we have to figure out individually how we are set apart and go with that piece of it. Because, you know, that's where, that's where it's different. That's where you get your edge and that's where you get different results is by what you individually bring to the table that other people aren't doing. So, and it doesn't have to just be the mindset. It could be whatever it is that you do. But for me, that's what it is. Where do you see the market going the rest of, of this year of 2022? You know, we've got Inventory seems to be low in in most markets still. Uh, I have not seen evidence that new construction is going to start to even close the gap. Um, You know, there's going into the year, there was like a deficit of like five and a half million homes. Right. Um, 
you know, inter- but on the other hand, interest rates are starting to go back up. Where do, where do you, you know, I was, where do you see the market? I was actually surprised that the, the market was as competitive as it is now that the interest rates have gone up, but still people need a place to live, you know, so, and rental properties are really high right now. So, you know, people are right. paying as much in rent as they are for their mortgage. So there is an incentive, even though the money's not as cheap as it was over the last couple of years, they still want a piece of their own. So I haven't seen, I think the appraisers are really in our area, aren't allowing for like these ridiculous cash offers to be validated, you know? So the mm. appraisals don't seem to be coming in and, and giving the market a jump like it was. Um, but it's still competitive. So if, if you have, I think that prices are still going to be going up as long as we still have cash offers and we still have people that have money to throw at just being, that's their competitive edge. Um, I expected it to just kind of level out and maybe decline a little because of the interest rates. But again, if you need a place to live, you need a place to live. So it's hard to say. I don't see how it can keep right. exploding, there's, there's... though, you know, the way that it's gone up. I don't see how it can continue to do that. But Well, I guess I guess we'll see. Um, and <laughs> and, and we'll, 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 we'll all all of us who are in the, the real estate uh, sales industry anyway, will continue to uh, to hunt hard for inventory for our clients. Because yeah. that, that's the I think that's. Across most markets, that seems to be the common uh, differentiator, right? Is can you go out and 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 find the right house and and get it under contract for your client? That that seems to be the the challenge that almost every real estate agent is facing. Yeah. Well, Melissa, this has been amazing. Uh, I always like to end with a hyper fast round. If you're ready for some rapid fire questions okay. here. All right. What's your biggest piece of advice to a new real estate agent? Um, get support and get experience. Work with people that give you, that can help you, mentor you, and you know, don't try to do it by yourself. What's a common mistake you see experienced real estate agents make? Um, I think that no matter what the market's doing, you know, there's one thing that I've looked back on. You know, if you look back 20, 30, 40 years, and I'm working with somebody that has been in the industry since the 70s is that really prepare for saving for the slow times and when you're in this abundance period making sure that you don't expect for it to continue because you know you can look back every decade had its highs and lows and i don't see that ever changing so just manage your money (laughs) all right if you were gonna Start over, um, and you, you couldn't take your reputation or your network or your money. All you could take is what you've learned in real estate. Uh, what would the first thing you do be? Um, I think it's all about relationship building because people want to do business with people that they know, like, and trust. So the more that you... Um, build that type of reputation, 
they don't always ask you, you know, you can find the answers to technical questions, but if you're not trustworthy and you don't, and you don't have rapport with people, I think it's a really hard business because people do business with people they like. All right. When you're not selling real estate, uh, or, or, or working on your business, what, what do you do for fun? I like to travel. I like to go explore new things. I like, um, you know, it's been a little challenging recently, but even still, I just like to explore and have experiences. I travel a lot. <laughs> All right. Last question. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Well, hopefully I am planning on building up my real estate business and doing transactions with support and team and having my, my freedom financially and my time and spending time with my family and eventually retiring. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Before we sign off, if uh, people want to connect with you or uh, learn more about working with you in real estate, uh, what are the best ways for them to do that? Um, I have a website that's just melissakirk.com. And then I have another one that is Bay Area Real Estate Experts.com. I know it's a long one, but um, so that's my real estate website. And but if you can't find it, oh. melissakirk.com, you can always get in touch with me. All right. Well, check out melissakirk.com. And Melissa, thank you so much for being on the show. And to all of our listeners and viewers out there, thanks for tuning in. Please leave us some feedback and share this episode with other people that you think would benefit from watching or listening to it. And we'll see you next time.